Okay, one, two, three. There we go. Now I've got to match up those spikes for when the uh, want to put this all together. Mm-hmm. Is that something you have to end up doing for when uh, you're doing your your podcasts? Yeah. Your, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much like pretty much all the time. We do two collapsing at the beginning, two collapsing at the end. Yeah, because since since it's really fucking long recordings, usually like especially with Discord lag and like five people, usually I, I the as many as possible so that it's easier to um line up uh when it's when i'm editing and stuff mm-hmm. yeah totally uh, it must be pretty difficult with say having five audio tracks as well like it's never quite right <sighs> i found when i've been doing this like you can't just line up the claps you have to yeah. kind of go through I mean, and, like, it, listen the thing to a is it, it, honestly it doesn't matter anyways because at the i i end up editing um editing the flow so much that like there's not really any silences usually because i just like edit it edit those out also, I'm really sorry. I'm like hungover as fuck because I forgot I was doing this today. <laughs> yeah, last night I, no... I just started watching the shitty Resident Evil movies, and like I oh, got damn, nice. super wasted. <laughs> That's no problem. This is like not formal <clears throat> at all, so don't you worry. This is gonna I be the most. Some, uh... People already tell me I sound tired. This is gonna be the most tired I ever sound online. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so, so kind of when I, I start these, like I kind of do a breakdown of um, your channel and your subscribers and your views and when you've joined. But I feel like I can't do that in this case because looking at all the work you've done, you've got your fingers in so many different pies. I don't even know where to start. You've got your Please Stop Talking podcast, which um, I kind of go through the numbers while I'm here. You've got just below 44,000 subscribers, uh, mm-hmm. over 2.3 million views. You do The Pain Hole, which is almost at 10,000 subscribers with 255,000 uh, uh, 255, views. Um, and Patreon uh, with over a thousand dollars a month coming in mm-hmm. um with all these kind of these different creative outlets that you have um these games these podcasts and this music uh D as well i've been playing uh some dungeons and dragons recently um where did it all start what kind of got you going uh, with all of this um jesus that's a hard one uh i i mean i youtube was always the thing i would i, I did really I think like mm-hmm. m- most of my life I was watching YouTube when I was a, when I was a like 10 year old or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess I got into the, in, into like, uh, creating stuff when I was back then I was making let's plays and like video game reviews. And I guess that that's, uh, that's how I started thinking about how, when I was a kid, like the openness of it all, like how anybody can do anything on the platform. Mm. That's what, uh, I guess led me to usually, usually just, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to explain cause I'm, uh, my brain is French right now, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically like it, it made me realize that the potential, f- uh, for creativity and for making shows on the platform. And that's why I always, I always considered YouTube like a very serious platform that has, uh, that I, I can always like look into. So when I, when I was doing, um, I was looking for, uh, stuff for my portfolio. Cause when I was in, when I was in, uh, college, it's not really college, but l- let's call it college. Cause it's easier. But when I was doing audio engineering stuff, I needed stuff. I, I needed for one of my classes to do portfolio uh, mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, everybody was like uh, giving their uh, their resume to radio stations, TV stations, uh, marketing firms, whatever. And they a lot of them were getting rejected. And the thing that I was I always thought was like, well. Th- usually content creators on youtube on soundcloud podcasts whatever they don't really know what they're doing with audio so i was like well shit i'll just like give my res can i swear oh yeah to sell the fucking oh, okay idea. okay <laughs> um <laughs> i i just decided like oh shit well if i actually want a chance in this i'm just gonna start sending like an, an email to like all these uh different youtubers and content creators 
Because they, yeah. and I, 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 do you want me to f actually find the email that I sent to all these, uh, these people? <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. That'd be awesome. Let me find it. It's been so long. It's this, uh, this was like two years ago. I okay. sent, I sent this to every YouTuber that I was watching, uh, back then. I, pr I okay. sent like, <laughs> dude, legit hundreds, hundreds of fucking <laughs> Where is it? Professional? What is it? Yeah, there it is. I I send this to like every YouTuber I used to watch, which I I mean I I watch a lot of YouTubers uh, back then and even now, and yeah, this is what I sent them. The title was "Mixing and Mastering for Your Voiceovers." Hey there, I am recently graduated audio engineer from Canada and I'm currently looking for work to put into my portfolio. With that said, I was wondering if you guys would be interested in me mixing and mastering the voiceovers for your videos? I'm not asking for money in return, I just really enjoyed what you guys do and want to support in any way I can. If you're interested, hit me, hit me back up. That doesn't make sense. Hit me back hit up me. or add me on Discord <laughs> at da 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 da. Cheers. That's what I sent uh, to like everybody. And uh, I did do a lot of, I actually got a lot of messages back, which was really surprising. A lot of big YouTubers mm. would send me back. Not even to, not even to be like, oh yeah, I'm interested. A lot of them were like, oh, that's super nice, but I, 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 I don't need this. I don't think. And I was like, okay. okay. But the ones that were interested, I actually started working with them like pretty closely. Uh, in particular, Avery uh shammy hmm. i guess yeah i that's how i met him and we hit it off pretty good we hung out on his discord and stuff and he when he hired me he also he he was the one that told me he wanted to do a um he wanted to start a podcast and at the oh, okay so avery started it yeah i didn't i i i wasn't even supposed to be uh on the podcast i was just supposed to uh edit and like help them with the recording and all that yeah uh we actually there is like a, a, a please stop talking episodes like z that i i nobody has it anymore it's very it's very much long gone but the original cast was going to be three people it was going to be avery our friend kyle and another one of our friends that I don't, I don't know if she wants, she wants us to say who it was, but it was all, she was on there and it was all the three of them. And it was, I, I think they really didn't like the recording. Okay. And they just threw it out cause it was way too messy, but it was the three of them originally and it didn't work out. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't quite I, work yeah after that it I, it took like we we i remember avery was like uh let's just let's let's just like fuck fuck that and uh let's keep let's keep the focus on the videos for now and i remember we we just kept the focus on the videos and eventually like way after that we I remember being he, he he we kept hanging out and we uh, we had met Cameron and then I was, Avery and I were like Cameron's a really good fit for the podcast he could be a good third and he was like well you know it you know David like you you might as well be on the podcast too if you're gonna edit it and I was like well shit I guess <laughs> and I guess that's how. Yeah. The, that's how we started please stop talking with the first episode which is now called episode zero because we think it's fucking trash <laughs> <laughs> and i mean 40 i think it's 47 episodes you've you've had since that episode zero um from, yeah. from this a, a bit a bit more than that just because of like the um there's a lot of extra episodes i guess mm -hmm. like the the, yeah. the 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 ones that we call them lost files basically like when we record and and like something happens and the recording fails or something happens and it's not funny we just like take mm. parts of it so like yeah it, it's a bit more it, it's a it's a few more episodes than 47 <laughs> and how often would you say that happens that uh, something 
something goes wrong like you know we're, we're chatting now and uh, I'm uh, recording mine or you're recording yours I've got backups and uh, something nearly always goes wrong but is it common for, for when you guys do your podcast not really it, it, I think it only happened like five times a bit I mean a bit more than five times but I, I, I know that there's five lost files and okay. there's probably more recordings that we had to scrap just because they weren't funny or it was just not the vibe like a bad vibe it, I, don't, I don't know it doesn't happen a lot usually yeah, it, it's yeah. pretty rare that it happens but when it happens like we we'd rather like not put it out and just like uh retry another day because if it, 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 we're not gonna force out stuff i guess if something yeah, doesn't definitely. work out we'll just like regroup and ne- like the next day and retry again and after these these 47 episodes plus you know the, the lost files and the extras uh, how do you feel that your style has kind of changed over time and what have you kind of learned say you know initially for you being your sound engineering and then plus you joining onto the podcast uh, what have you learned in the kind of the aspect of sound engineering and content uh, creation well i feel like I, i've been taking it I, I always had like a lot of uh because I before all this I I had uh, I've always had a comp like companies. <laughs> yeah. I, I was always very business centered. Like uh, before before the podcast when I was in college actually I had I I had this uh, this business that was like a um, basically an agency and we created uh, music. Uh, like electronic music events around my the local Montreal area and like I okay. u- I use a lot of the knowledge that I learned from that in t- and put it into the podcast mostly it's like marketing um marketing social media and all that I think that's like one of the most powerful tools uh by far and mm-hmm. I guess also like when we were starting out we were it, it wasn't very like I don't know. I, I feel like the more the more epi- the more episodes uh, go by, the more I I realize that one of the most important parts when you're a content creator is less not not to let the content define you, but for you to define the content. So okay. it I feel like the podcast and by extension the channel and everything that I touch has been more and more about. Uh, the people and less about the content just because in general people are more like people listen or support you they, they'd rather support you than support the content I don't know if that makes sense but yeah that's they, that, they listen for the personalities in a yeah way. it's basically the personalities and all that that's what I I, I, f- I think happened because I remember at the beginning it was mostly about like we would do a lot of events like we would do gaming events and like po- mm-hmm. episodes on that and then eventually we were like these are fucking not interesting or if <laughs> if i mean that's I, I don't know people say they were they thought it was interesting but like we always felt that those were our worst episodes and also those are not timeless at all like if you listen to an e3 2016 episode you're going to be like well it's 2020 now (laughs) nobody gives a shit those games are already out (laughs) opinions on something that wasn't released yet isn't interesting so that's why we kind of stopped we kind of stopped doing those because it was just boring as Mm. shit and now we focus more on content where our personalities our stories all those things shine through a bit more yeah, stories about uh, catheter bags. Yeah, you um, know. yeah, classics. <laughs> Por- Portuguese IDs, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so, so uh, let's say you've got, um, you're about to start doing your podcast. You know, you've re- you've met for the week, and you're going to start recording the next episode. Um, with that in mind, you know, we just what we just talked about. Do you kind of go in with the, a list of things that you? Could, could talk about on the side as like a backup or is it like okay everybody start recording let's just go for it and see what happens we used to, we used to have like themes for episodes <laughs> yeah and i guess we kind of stopped doing that because I, I, re- I remember we had uh, the thing is like it's been fucking 47 episodes 
we could do themes for episodes before when we had like a shit ton of things to say, but now we don't really have, mm. there's, there's not like, you don't have infinite fucking stories in your life, you know? No, no. So eventually, yeah. eventually you have to stop focusing on the stories and more focus on like shooting the shit. And I guess that's what we've been doing more recently. We haven't been in introing the podcast at all. We just get into it. And we just like talk like we would usually talk, but in a more like recorded, I, I guess, environment where I don't know. There, the, there. I don't think there's a real switch nowadays when we record the podcast between like when we start the episode and w before. It's very mm -hmm. like the basically like how the podcast goes. Uh, how we speak on the podcast is how we speak before the podcast. Like there's. Okay there's really not a lot of difference. Yeah. So the only authentic. Yeah, yeah. I think the only difference is that we actually know that we can't talk about pretty much anything because there's, there's like, there's a few things we, we won't talk about on the podcast, you know, like relationships or whatever, like, you know, like just yeah. like stuff that we don't want out there. Of course, yeah. That's of like course. the only thing that we don't talk about on the podcast. We pretty, it's pretty much a free for all after that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I was listening to one earlier. Um, there was a big discussion about bread. <laughs> oh yeah, not, not liking bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does go some strange places, and you live in Montreal. It is a very nice city. Um, yeah, it's the. I think it's the best city in the world. So. <laughs> Have you lived here all your life? Were you, were you born here, yes. or did you? Uh, uh, I was okay. born here. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you got affected by the the power cuts uh, a few days ago from the wind. I think it was on th Thursday. Or yeah, Friday. I, I was. Thursday. Yeah, we were. Um, my roommate and I were. It, it was Friday. I remember because Friday Friday nights are when we get drunk and watch shitty movies. And we we, <laughs> yeah. we got we got fucking Kung Pao and we were like so excited to start. And the moment we click on play, just the fucking power goes out. It was the saddest <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it got me it's really, really bad during the annoying. day. It's really it's fucking terrible. annoying. I, I swear to God, it always fucking happens. Every dude, every week there's a fucking pow power goes out in fucking Montreal. I, it's so annoying, dude. Yeah. It's so it's fucking annoying. <laughs> It's a pain. I work uh, remotely um, and around my area. The power wasn't going out completely, but it was switching off for like a second. But that was just enough time for the, the Wi-Fi box to mess up. So like oh, it would go God. off, come back on, red lights everywhere, resetting, yeah, then it'd it be fine so for half an hour. It takes like 15, 15 minutes for the fucking router to go back to normal and the internet to flow into your computer. It takes so fucking long. <laughs> and you're just there like, oh my God, I'm just God wasting so much fucking time. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was watching um, one of your streams um, uh, yesterday in preparation for this, you know, uh, I'm looking sorry. at things we, we could talk. <laughs> Oh no, no, not at all. Um, I was actually uh, interested to find out. Uh, are you a fan of Half Alive, the band Half Alive? Sorry, I'm I'm trying to remember who Half Alive is. Uh, they did Still Feel. Oh um, yes, yes, I like Half Alive. I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest. I I I only have listened to a few of their songs. I haven't listened to. Uh, I I've only listened to two of their songs a, a lot. I haven't checked out their album or anything. Okay, they're they're pretty good. Um, yeah. I do like them. I like them quite a lot. I, I know uh, my follow-up question to that was going to be, did you see them live in Montreal uh, not too long ago? I have uh, not. They came down. The oh, uh, the last show I've seen. What the fuck was the last? Show? Oh, I think it was Madion was the last one and I fucking I met a fan there and it was weird as shit I swear to god every time I it, it's so weird cause it never ha it, it, when it happens it's always when I'm in when I'm like downtown and I'm always caught off guard and I'm like oh my god what the fuck what do I do what do I say Yeah, I'm honestly yeah. like almost 100% of the time so much more stressed out to meet the people than they are to meet me it was like so did that. you like sorry they said you like sign autographs and no, stuff no. Like that. I, we no, took that. a picture. We took a picture. I was I was almost shaking. I was like, oh god, oh shit. 
That was like when I when I when I went to PAX for the fucking meet and greet. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> we were at the hotel room, and I was looking at Ed, and I was like, "This is gonna be the worst shit of my life. I'm gonna fucking die." <laughs> I was like freaking out, <laughs> meeting people, meeting people. I'm not even. I'm I'm not introverted at all. I'm super like outgoing and stuff. But when it comes to meeting people who listen to the podcast or the streams or whatever the fuck, they know me before I know them. Yes. Or yes. I don't know how to explain it, but like they they're familiar with me, but I'm not familiar like with them or like we're on we're we're not on the same level of knowledge, you know? No, they got something that's to go when, off straight away. Yeah, that's when it's super fucking scary for me. That's when I'm like, ah oh, shit, they could be they could tell me anything and I'd be like, I I don't know. That's that's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> And outside of, I know you went to, to Pax East uh, in March of this year. I think I think it was March or late February. Uh, some, um, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. It was it was when the pandemic started. Yeah, and was uh, I was actually reading up about. It. I, I googled you know Pax East twenty twenty because I wasn't quite sure if Ashley took place or not. If around that time, if it would have kept going or they cancelled it, but it was you know, it, it was literally like one week before the lockdown. So it, it narrowly, narrowly uh, happened. A lot of a lot of devs were not didn't like, especially Asian uh, developers didn't go. Yeah, I think Sony pulled out. Sony pulled out. Uh, the Monster Hunter devs when we went to the competition, they the devs didn't show up. Because uh, oh. they they were supposed to meet like meet and greets with the team, but they didn't. They couldn't go because of the uh they were afraid of the pandemic i guess Mm -hmm. and yeah a lot of people pulled out and then then a week after that i was supposed to go to another convention and i it didn't it didn't end up happening so no because the lockdown like basically started when i got back I remember my mother was like, "Oh, you can't go to you can't go to Boston. You're gonna fucking die. You're gonna get you're gonna get the fucking you're gonna get the flu and die." And I was like, "No, Jesus, it's fine. I have immunity. It's, it's all fine." Uh, but looking back on it, I, I searched like um, PAX 2020 COVID just to see if it still took place because I wasn't quite sure in my mind if it wasn't or not. And I was reading this article, and um, there's a um, some uh, quote by uh, one of the the people at PAX, one of the organizers, and they said, um, "If you're feeling really ill, stay home." She added, "But barring that, you should make sure to get your flu shot every year. Do good hand washing, have alcohol-based hand sanitizer, and please cover your cough." Yeah, there <laughs> was a lot. Of, uh, there, there was a. It was. It was. Um, pretty much like there were like uh, just free i think i think they were giving out like free masks for people and shit hmm. I, I don't know it was it was weird cuz like it, for for most people back, like that was like right before it got really serious so people were like whatever it was a very mm-hmm. like whatever moment <laughs> nobody gave yeah. a shit and then when we get, when i got back that's when it was like oh no like this is a serious pan- this is a pandemic now and it was like oh fuck yeah. cuz before then <laughs> when i was when we were at PAX, it was not a pandemic. No, um, at the time, actually, in I think it was like mid mid January to early February, um, I was in China. Uh, I went there for um, oh man for for a holiday. Uh, but at the time, it was especially bad because the the lockdown had already kind of been in effect while I was there. Plus, it was Chinese New Year, so all the cities were deserted. Everything was locked down. The only places that were open were pretty much mcdonald's and some supermarkets That's everything else was shit. closed <laughs> it took me four bookings to get out of china because my flights get getting cancelled and luckily i managed to get a um i got a one way from china to hong kong on i think it was a thursday and then on friday they announced the closure of the border to mainland china from hong kong <laughs> and then i Man. got a flight from hong kong to canada to get back just in time so i got That's very funny. lucky yeah that. that's super super lucky yeah, so I've been on lockdown since like mid-January in a couple <laughs> months. But, you know, hopefully we're coming out of it. I know in Montreal... Uh, well, it, yeah, s- some places... Uh, I mean, uh, uh, from what I from what I, I heard, like, pretty, pe- people can see 
you, you can visit people now because my roommate was supposed to go to a friend's house today or some shit. So it's, from what I can tell, I think it's maybe lockdown is ending. I'm not, slowly, I'm not like, yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't watch the news and I, like, uh, the news stresses me out recently, so I don't really watch it. Yeah. I just wait until my mom tell, like calls me and she's like, you can do shit now. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think on the 22nd of June, 22nd or 24th, restaurants are opening again. So yeah, that's what I, that's what yeah. I saw. And some other shops have already opened, but it's it's so confusing about what's allowed and what's not. It's, yeah, just keep waiting for it. once everything's open again. I'll go back outside. Mm. Until then, <laughs> who knows? Um, so uh, another question I had for you was: uh, looking at all the content you make, you've got these uh, podcasts. Um, you're uh, doing your the Painhole Gameplay uh, YouTube channel, um, and also uh, music seems to be a really big creative outlet for yourself um are you currently working on uh, any music production um because i was taking a look at your stuff and it seems just it's been a little while since you've released any uh, any songs um <laughs> not really uh anything planned music wise no i'm music is um uh i don't know it, it's just i've been having trouble with um releasing anything music wise yeah. because of, uh I'm I'm very much a perfectionist and especially mm -hmm. for music it feels like I don't know I haven't found what I wanted to show the world yet so I I'm still making music like pretty much every week there's every week I make music at least once when I get the the fucking free time <laughs> cuz I'm I'm I I work a lot but yeah um i just haven't found anything that i want to show to the world yet and i don't want to release any it feels like i it, i don't want to release anything until i i have something solid i guess i don't, I don't want to just like release something that has no real meaning meaning except like me fucking around with my music software yeah so i don't get it, like really, on point yeah, I want I want something that has uh, artistic value, mm -hmm. and I haven't and been doing that really with music. I haven't been like focusing on artistic value. I've been mostly doing technical stuff, and also doing production for other artists. So I don't really, I don't know. I ju I just haven't worked on my own stuff. Okay, and looking at your Twitch channel, um, the last post you made was about twenty days ago, and you you've. It seems like you're making a new setup. You've got a nice little sofa yeah. on the wall. This uh, this old TV. These lights. Um, just yeah. something in the works in terms of uh, say like streaming. Is that something you're going into? What's the whole uh, setup there for? Well, I was. Um, I yeah. I, I I just moved out of my parents' place. Uh, I got yep. a really huge studio, which I'm in right now. I'm very mm. lucky, um, and I've been. I've been basically building this studio so that i i can if i ever have an idea for a stream or a video or whatever i'm making it so that it the least amount of technical uh, time time just like fucking around and getting the technical stuff uh working as possible whoa am i even making sense right now i feel like i just i i just like <laughs> said word vomit basically i i'm making this studio with with the with creativity in mind so i i Everything is set up so that if I have an idea, I can do it in like no time at all, not thinking about the technical stuff, just like tur turn on a switch and I can stream or turn on a switch and I can record a video. I'm doing everything with as little time as possible, uh, just like with the technical aspects and more time uh, creating. And gotcha. The, I've, I've been building, I wanted to build this set because I've, well, a lot of people always ask me because uh, pretty much every every channel that I'm every like YouTube channel that I'm working on except my music is all like uh, collaborative with other other friends so yep. uh, people often ask me uh, are you ever going to make your own videos your personal videos and that's what I like with the push from a lot of my other friends I basically got 
the idea to actually start my own personal channel. And this is all, this set is all a push to actually get it into video production again. Because I used to do it uh, for my personal channel long, long ago when I was doing video game reviews. Although I think that's a fucking oversaturated market, so that's not what I'm going to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm actually waiting on the finishing, not finishing touches, but just like the, I'm, I'm waiting on some equipment to get here before I can actually start working on my first uh, video for my channel. And I'm excited to actually get back into writing scripts and stuff because I used to do that a lot. and I kind of stopped because I was busy with podcast and other stuff hmm. and is that a is that a secret what you're planning on working on or uh, oh, no it, no it's not at all i i, I i'm I've, i'm never keeping secrets really apart from i don't know i it's i i have a weird thing where where i'm like i'm a very open person which is mm-hmm. not always good but sometimes good <laughs> and uh <laughs> What I'm what I'm working on is um, I, I, my channel is going to be like mostly like just whatever the fucks, just talking about whatever I was I, I'm into at the moment, uh, and I want to talk about because when I was a kid, <coughs> sorry, when I was a kid, I w- I was watching the Family Channel. Uh, for those who don't know what the Family Channel is, it's. Uh, is it is it this it's basically it was basically like disney channel but in canada i think right something like that uh i uh I, i'm here as an immigrant <laughs> yeah never, that, I, I didn't yeah this, so i'm not quite it's sure fine. Afraid. it's fine but it, it basically it was it's the disney channel but in canada from what i can tell and I, when i was a kid i watched that and i just saw like i saw this short clip of this uh this uh children's bbc game show called the raven you might know about it it was like uh it's like a weird oh, that, okay is that the weird bold old man and they uh, they have little challenges they do as kids um, i don't know about like the a, bald man he he was very much not bald he he was he would call himself the raven and he would like put he, oh, he wouldn't okay. <laughs> yeah he was just making these children do fucking weird shit and i remember like the episode i was watching there was this girl like in all in purple and she was like crying and screaming and the raven was like it's time <laughs> it's it's time for you to go you've been eliminated and then there were just like three ring rates that just came out of nowhere and they they just took her and i remember that shit scarred me i was like what the fuck is happening oh, in this game God. show and yeah. i want to my my video i want to talk about the uh, i want to talk about that game show because i watched I, I i found it again recently after mm-hmm. thinking that I, I imagined it when I was a kid, but no, that is it is a real game show. And I was watching one episode, and when <laughs> when they were doing like a challenge on the water, yeah. and me and my roommate were mm-hmm. watching it, and then one of the kids fell into the water and was like, "I'm drowning!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And the raven was just—they <laughs> kept going back to the raven, looking at him with a smile, and the kid was like, "I'm drowning! I can't breathe!" And I was like, "Jesus Christ, dude! This shit is fucking..." Insane insane i fucking uh, love it and that's i want to i want to make basically like videos on things i remember seeing as a kid and that mm-hmm. i want to just like i don't know wow talk Great. about because i think they're funny i think it's funny when children drown basically yes good good content for youtube I, it rang a bell like the uh, i can picture it in my head and did they do challenges was it like <sighs> they, they, had they did account? it was like it was like weird challenges where you had to like uh, there was one where you would not just drown. like well yeah the the challenge was not drowning i guess you would they they would have like very very small wipeout courses mm-hmm. and like and you would see like the ring rates in the back just like just like using machinery and making the the glove like punch these kids off and when they would fall off there would there would be like they would like disappear into like shitty early 2000s CG. It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> These fucking oh, children dying. God. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd love to see a video on that, like breaking that down. Cause I, I think that would resonate um, 
with the Canadians, particularly the UK as well, because it was a UK show. Like it was, yeah, there's quite was, a few people like can Yeah, it was Scottish, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I remembered why I thought of the bold person. Um, there's another British show called The Crystal Maze uh, where they do yeah, challenges. I, I remember um, The Crystal Maze. Yeah. No, he he, the Raven. There, the the main character was literally called like Raven, and he was just like, just like had a faux hawk and a raven thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, and I'm definitely looking forward to that one. That'd yeah, be, uh, that'd be a good one. Um, and and outside making this content, doing these podcasts, uh, um, the, the Let's Plays you're doing, well, what do you play for fun? So let's say you're not making a video, you're sitting down at your computer, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Uh, what are you currently playing? Um, right now I'm playing through God of War. <laughs> I, oh, right, nice. I, yeah, I, 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 when I play a game, I, I don't play a lot of games and I'm really, I'm, I, when I play games, it's usually like very, very specific uh, type of games. I usually only play JRPGs and stuff. I can, what was the last game I played? The last game I played before God of War was Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That ba- basically, I, I only play third person games. I don't really like first person. <laughs> I think as, uh, I saw your Twitter post earlier, something that was an announcement about a first-person game and you instantly lost interest. Yeah, that was... Uh, God, people are going to get really upset when they listen they, they listen to this, but, like, I, I was really... go. You know Ghostwire was announced yesterday? Like, they showed uh, gameplay of Ghostwire. It's oh, is that a, like this, you're throwing stuff at ghosts in Tokyo? Yeah, uh, and you like, yeah, they, they do, like, hand signs for the weapons. And, like... yeah. When I I was so hyped for that game and I was like, oh hell yeah, Shinji Mikami game where you play as ghost detective. That's gonna be sick. And then I saw the first mm. person, I was like, no, out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna play it just because it seems like I might be interested. I'm I just don't like first person at all. I don't know why. Yes, it's just um, I feel like every first person game is just kind of very samey. It's just not mm-hmm. my type of game, but I can see why people like it. Yeah, no, that, that's totally fair. Um, while we're recording this as well, I don't know if you saw earlier the PC gaming show event. Uh, I don't know if you watched that. Yeah, dude, it was like fucking three hours long. It was way too was, long. Uh, way too yes. long. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, was watching that with show. my roommate. And I, I'm guessing you're pretty excited for that Persona 4 Golden PC announcement if you're a JRPG fan. Uh, I mean, yeah, I already played it though, so I'm probably not going to spend another 200 hours on it. I I played yeah. it like when I was, <laughs> when I was in, in a teenager, so I'm probably not going to play it again, but it's pretty exciting that people get to play that game because it's a great game. And it's also, it, it pretty much like became the top seller globally in like no time at all. So that's exciting because that probably means that there's going to be even more Persona games or like Japanese games uh, that get published on uh, Steam and that are more accessible. Yeah. I think um, probably because like the I I feel like Persona is one of those series that people were asking for for so long, and now that it's on Steam, they might port the other Persona games, and maybe even the Shin Megami uh, Tensei games. So that's great. I'm just happy that those games are getting are becoming more accessible for people. Yeah, I think it'll be an, a while before they release uh, another Persona game on the PC, though, because Persona 5 is so new that if people are interested, they would have already bought it by now. And the reason, I think the reason Persona 4 has been so overwhelmingly positive so far, and it's only been a few hours, is there's been such a big gap between when Persona 4 was released and now that people will buy it again. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, it, yeah. I, I'm expecting maybe they would like they would put up Persona 3 uh, FE. Was it FE, the, the version? I never played Persona 3. No. I, I think they might like think about re-releasing those older games. Because hmm. that, that's what I'm more interested in. I'm not really interested in Persona 5 because, like you said, most people already played it. I'm more interested in having those games, like the older Atlas art JRPGs, seeing them on... Uh, more accessible platforms because they're fucking expensive. <laughs> like a, a lot of them are like so old. It's pretty much like impossible to play unless you 
pirate or have stacks of money. Yes. So as long as those become accessible, I'm pretty happy. Video game conservation is really important and nobody gives a (laughs) fuck. No, um, I did... I did sell my old game collection a few, I think it's like two or three years ago, uh, in in preparation for for moving to Canada for the, the short while. Mm. Um, but there was one console like we had like stuff like the PS2, the N64, um, PlayStation One, stuff like that, and um, we, we sold those and we made you know good money. We're not going to play them again. We appreciate our time with them, and you know we didn't just throw them away. Somebody bought them. You know they have it now. But the one console that my brother and I we just we didn't want to sell it without even saying anything to each other we just know we didn't want to sell it was the dreamcast for some reason we just mm. couldn't bring ourselves to sell the dreamcast um and i have no idea why but probably because i mean it's a rare console i guess i try i yeah. want well not rare rare but the games are fucking expensive the console isn't Mate, super so expensive. expensive i i've been wanting to get a a dreamcast for a while now and i it's so expensive because I want to, I want to play. I, I want to probably stream like those old fucking shitty horror games that the Dreamcast had a, a bucket load for no reason. Yeah, but those are like expensive as shit. Yeah, Choo Choo Rocket. That was another one. Mm. Uh, Power Stone. I, I, uh, I, I think people forgot about Power Stone. I've really played it very much. Yeah, um, that was a great one. I absolutely love Power Stone. Um, but yeah, we, we couldn't bring ourselves to, to sell that one. Uh, I know you've played Shenmue. I think you did a stream a few months back uh, for a charity event. Um, oh, yeah. We, for Shenmue. the Australian bushfires with Creel and Brendan, Brendaniel. Mm. And have you played Shenmue before that? Were you a fan of the series at all? No, I'm, I never played those games. Creel yeah. was the one that really liked those games. I mean, I, I got interested in those games after after we played with Creel, but the thing is, I feel like I would just get frustrated because there's so yeah. much, it's, they're so old and there's so much waiting and fu- fucking dumb stuff. It, it, I, I don't know. The, the tedium, it's, it's a very tedious game. I feel like if you're not playing with a friend, I, I have no patience also, like, that's a good thing to mention. I have zero patience. <laughs> so it probably yeah, doesn't literally help. having to wait for the, the the bars to open to find sailors just sitting there waiting till midnight. Yeah, and a lot of times they're like, oh, meet me at 3 p.m. tomorrow. And it's it's like 4 p.m. the day before. So you have to fucking yeah. wait. Yeah, no, uh, no skipping. Although- yeah, very tedious. The second game does have skipping, but the first game you had to literally just wait. <laughs> Yeah, and that was before like having smartphones and stuff so you probably didn't have much else to do <laughs> just sitting there oh, literally man. waiting for time to pass yeah um, I guess the arcade was there for that but sometimes you don't have the arcade close in Shenmue so can't play no. Outrun <laughs> exactly um, a, f- a few days ago we had the PlayStation 5 uh, announcement um, the, the games they uh, showed off for that console uh, were you a fan of the announcement are you going to buy a PS5 what were your opinions on what we saw a few days ago I'm I'm, I'm still uh, I don't know I'm probably not going to get a PS5 no. soon I still have so much that I haven't played on PS4 I'm, I'm basically just like playing the games on ps4 that i missed out on because they're cheap now yes and probably gonna do this i'm basically always a few years back when it comes to game releases uh i'm probably not gonna get a ps5 (laughs) unless it's backwards compatible i heard people say that but now i'm not i'm not entirely sure that's the case they, they didn't mention anything, I don't think, at the... Yeah, that uh, was a, a big rumor was like it could play PS4 games because it was a very short generation, I think, or something. And I, I don't believe uh, that I think anymore. the architecture is quite similar between... The, 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 so, so the reason the PS3 wasn't emulate, you couldn't do backwards compatibility is because of the cell processing. It's very, very difficult to, to run PS3 games on a PS4, but a PS4 is much more like a PC. And the PS5 is the same idea, I believe. So the idea of, yeah. uh, you know, backwards compatibility is a lot easier. And I also think there was a stream a few months ago um, 
I think it's called like the road to PS5 or something, specifically talking about the hardware of the PlayStation 5. And um, Mark, I think it's Mark Cerny, um, did mention backwards compatibility a few times. So I think it is coming down uh, on, uh, down the road for the PlayStation 5. Okay. Um, well, I haven't had anything official. Once it's official, I will probably get one. Mm-hmm. But until then, I don't want to buy another console. <laughs> <laughs> they are Especially, expensive it's, yeah I it's mean, a lot. the rumor was like 600 bucks us again <laughs> 600 <laughs> yes. us dollars and i'm like oh man i don't want to spend i don't want to spend that money no no i i, bear, I i'm fucking i'm a fucking cheap bitch when i people always ask me on stream like have you played newest game that just released and i'm like no i'm not made of fucking money i don't have <laughs> yeah. i don't have 80 i don't have fucking not it's not even 80 bucks it's like 90 bucks now for a fucking new game especially a here lot. in yeah, fucking montreal the fucking 15 percent tax you fucking crazy it's 90 bucks per game i don't have mo- i don't i don't want to pay 90 bucks for a game that I'm not even sure I'm gonna like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna wait until it's like twenty bucks. And even <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, I'm 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 such a fucking cheapskate. When I see a fucking game at forty bucks, I'm like, n- I'm not even sure I want to buy a game at forty bucks. You know, eighty bucks. Yeah. I'm of course I'm not gonna be interested unless it's Final Fantasy, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a show for Square. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's being cheap. Like, it's it's expensive. Like, that is a lot of money. Like, $90. Dude, that's like... That's like... Groceries. That's like my groceries, dude. I don't it's, know. It's insane. It's fucking expensive as shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I suppose that the last few years as well, there's been that... Uh, that change in gaming culture with all the sales and stuff going on and... You know, yeah. if you go back 10 years, it may not have been the same idea. I know the same that. Thing. I know that it is like. It, like the price of video games is very cheap when you consider the fact that video. how expensive video games are to make. Mm-hmm. But like, fuck, man. As a consumer, I don't. I don't know, man. I yeah. don't have that money. You no, have no. to be. It's... You have to be. You have to like either have a lot of money or be ready to like not do anything i I don't know it's very uh expensive (laughs) yeah it is a lot of money and even as well like the price of games has kind of stayed the same over the last uh maybe 10 years or so like it's always been around the same price longer than that dude fucking the snes like a lot of games were even like around 80 90 Mm-hmm. So like things like, didn't change much, and even with inflation as well, like yeah, it, it it should be cheaper now, but it doesn't feel like it. It still feels like a lot of money to throw down for for a game. Yeah, taking that into account. But I mean, re- just game rentals stuff. back then, oh, they I, were great. Yeah, nowadays can't really rent games. I mean, the, uh, the game Game Pass is pretty cheap. You know, Xbox mm. Game Pass. Uh, yeah. I was going to name other ones, but Xbox Game Pass is pretty much the only good one, I think. <laughs> the origin P- I don't one know about PS can be okay. Uh, um, I guess. Um, yeah, I, guess I, I, I guess it depends on like what games you like to play. I think everybody can agree that $15 for Uplay is fucking stupid. Oh, no, I don't know anybody who'd buy a Uplay subscription. <laughs> it's literally like... That's, no, it's, they, that's they, I think they have like 10 games that people would be interested in. For 15 bucks fuck that's so much money it is it's, it's too much <laughs> xbox I, I, game pass has like everything for like five bucks it's so nuts dude how are they making money i mean even then you can get the xbox game pass for the, the basic one that covers the pc as well and they've got so many offers on you can get it for a dollar a month yeah that's what i much. got right that's what i got like last week and then i i like i like checked what games they had and they just added kingdom hearts to the fucking service on xbox one and i'm like that's a fucking insane deal like the entirety of kingdom hearts that's like fuck that's like eight games that are all like a, a hundred hours each that's nuts for a dollar yeah <laughs> it's a good price but 
um, yeah, it's a, a lot of money for games and services really are picking up. PlayStation Plus, I feel, is it PlayStation Plus? PlayStation There's PS Gold? Now and PS Plus. PS, PS Plus. Plus. I feel like, yeah, it lags, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, PS Plus is just like two games a month, about two games a month, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah, it's around that, yeah. I feel like I two good remember. games, then like four fluff games. Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah. yeah. This month was uh, Battlefront 2. And. Okay. What was the other game? World War, Call of Duty World World War 1, 2. I, Is that okay? Right. I, I don't <laughs> yes. remember. I don't even remember the fucking name. That's how much I give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so I had uh, one last question uh, for you to, to wrap things to wrap things up today, uh, Sir Meow. Um, I was listening to your podcast, and when you were speaking um, to Avery and the team, um, you get a lot of questions from your patrons uh, that you sometimes answer on on your podcasts. And uh, what I've heard from your podcast is you like um, hypothetical questions more than. Uh, specific yeah. questions like what's your favorite color so i kind of wanted to end this uh mini chat that we've been having with a hypothetical question for you oh um, to see how you'd answer this one so my question for you is you have a button which when you press it does something what does yours do hmm my button fucking my button sends sends the fucking big chungus meme to every hate, hate, hater comment I've ever had in their fucking email. Every time I press the fucking button, it sends all these motherfuckers a big chungus just to annoy the fuck out of them. Just because it's the shittiest uh, fucking meme. And fuck those clowns. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding, though, for real. Sometimes, sometimes haters have good points. But sometimes they're just trying to be mean, so just like retaliate with Big Chungus. You already won the <laughs> argument the moment you send Big Chungus. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> like if you ever get in a fight with somebody online, it's not even worth fucking fighting with them. The only thing to do is send them Big Chungus and you win. What the fuck are they going to do? What the fuck are they going to say? You already won. <laughs> Uh, I like how some people to that question would say, you know, uh, world peace or, you know, uh, give everybody some money or solve uh, famine. But this time we got Big Chungus. Big Chungus for the haters. Yeah, Big Chungus for the haters. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and on that world, note... World uh, hunger can wait. Big Chungus is yes. forever. That's what Reddit <laughs> would say. Exactly. Um, and, and on that note, uh, thank you very much for spending the time with me today. Uh, I've had an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. Um, and uh, all the best and thank you for everything it's been great thank you